0: Yeah.
1: We're just getting it started off with some music here today, huh? A dream in your
0: heart? I'm Without a love of my own,
1: I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't sure if you're going to keep going there. <laughs>
0: That's all you get. You got to pay for the rest.
1: I see. I wow, see. A subscription fee.
0: <laughs> My only <with> fans. <clears throat> Damn. It is all pictures of fans. <laughs>
1: like, you Santa know what? only fans. If I oh, get enough yeah.
0: Patreons, I will review a Dyson fan, but until that time, they are too expensive.
1: They fucking are okay, no, for real The boyfriend and I were out shopping uh this past week and we were looking to buy a new fan because it's getting hot as fuck. And our like it's getting to a point where it's getting too hot for our AC to like keep up at some days and like Damn. it's just having a it's having a, it's having a time. Uh but no, we went and uh we're looking to buy a new fans so he could have one by his desk. because uh, I have one by my desk and it was just uh you know, it's, it's a nice thing to have uh, near you just for some, like, constant airflow to help kind of, like, keep you cool while, you know, we're both at our desks working all day, right? So, we went and chopped around at that and we were looking at the Dyson ones. Yeah, they're fucking ridiculously expensive. Like, you think the fucking... the new Steam deck is, like, expensive? Holy fuck, buy a Dyson fucking product of any kind, whether it's, like, a vacuum or a fucking
0: fan. The like, well,
1: they're... They're good products, I guess. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, I, I do think Dyson's a pretty good quality brand, but, like, yeah, it's... Shit's expensive, man. Yeah, it is. Also, it's Balcony Banter, episode 35. <laughs> How's
2: it going, you guys?
1: Back from our, our little vax break. Um Sorry about that. But... I'm your boy, Big B. am your boy, Bees. And we got... J C with us this week. We haven't had him on in quite a while. We're pretty he stoked. Did. Yeah, it's well, been
0: a long minute. Thanks for having me back. I uh, I was on a uh, a world tour. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. No, I yeah, wasn't. I, Nobody can fucking travel. You yeah, can't. I was.
1: I was about I to make a on, on your shit there, but
0: no, no. I uh, it was it was. Living the personal life and uh,
1: oh, you know, very... doing,
0: doing the stuff we gotta do. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, having responsibilities and whatnot.
0: Yeah, man, man, work's been crazy, y'all. The weather's been hot. You've been you, you talking about your air conditioner, man. The very beginning of this hot stretch, my air conditioner and central air puked out. Um, Whoa. so that, that it took about a week because there's three separate problems with it, um, but. It's good news, I'm happy about that. That's um, good. I'm sorry, yours is having such a struggle.
1: Yeah, it's just like it's it's not a unit that would necessarily be made to like try and cool an entire apartment, unfortunately. But uh, yeah. we do have a limit on the like how powerful our unit can be within yeah. this how many building.
0: BTUs?
1: I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember the amount. Ours is, and don't remember what the limit is. It's been too long. I just it's out of my head. But uh, yeah, had to make room for all the Ultraman I've been wanting
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did that? Did that thing come out? I can't remember what you called it, but the hmm?
1: oh shit, Ultraman? Do you mean yes, yes? No, that I think that comes out this year, but it's it's not out yet. I don't believe no.
0: What kind out of from you've been watching?
1: Uh, well, mostly lately I've been watching Ultra 7, actually. Because uh, mm-hmm. previously I had initially started with uh, the 1996 series Tiga, uh, which came out after the series took a, a good bit of a hiatus uh, from its last one. I think it was like a 15 year break between the last series that aired and that one at the time. Uh, and it was one that's Pretty well known, so I sort of checked that out as sort of like a middle point between, like, the old, like, the really old stuff back in the 60s versus, like, the really modern stuff, like, here in, like, more recent years. Um Just to kind of get a, I don't know, sort of like a feel for that, because it's, it's such a long-spanning series, right? So... I've uh but now I've gone back and I've been watching Ultra Seven, which is a series from like the mid to late sixties. I don't quite remember exactly when it aired. Nineteen
0: sixty-seven um, through till uh nineteen sixty-eight.
1: Was that the case?
0: Yeah, October first, nineteen sixty seven. Uh last episode aired on September eighth, nineteen sixty-eight. Huh okay. Forty-eight episodes were released. This so yeah, is this, fair. So it definitely
1: is an older show. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But it's pretty cool because it kind of depends on which series you're watching as to like exactly what you're gonna kind of get out of it. Um, Some of them kind of go more the angle of it being like mythical or like sort of supernatural, I guess. Or uh, whereas others are lean more into like the sci-fi stuff. A lot of them tend to go more that direction. But um, the Ultra Seven in particular is—it's quite leans very hard into the sci-fi and it it was almost made for more like mature audiences because some of the other ones are aimed at a bit of a younger sort of viewership to an extent um but ultra seven was one of the examples where it aimed more uh, at a more mature level um and for that it, it ends up kind of feeling a little bit more like kind of like old school star trek in a way or maybe like old doctor who to an extent um especially in terms of the production values but uh, they they still do some interesting stuff and they have some interesting plots it's, though there there is a lot of you know goofiness and some of the monsters are eh. this suspension of disbelief is uh, Herculean but it's it's enjoyable nonetheless uh, it's got a lot of charm especially Ultra Seven because Ultra Seven the way a lot of the Ultraman series work is you have like the human character that will turn into uh, Ultraman but Ultraman's usually like it's its own entity. It's like this, this like spaceborn like race of of these like light beings, and one of them will basically like it'd be like a host. Like that'll be like what the human is to them, uh, and then they can basically like take over. And you know, they they come out, but they're like sort of two separate entities sharing like a like one body is sort of the idea. Not an Ultra Seven. An Ultra Seven. Ultra Seven is the the titular Ultra of the series, and he he's just an alien from space. And in this one, he just he doesn't have like a human hose, He just transforms into a human to like blend in. He's um, like Thor. About, <laughs> yeah, in in a way, it honestly wouldn't be too too different, except for him to transform into into Ultra Seven again. He has to pull out this sh- this like pair of. Uh, like ultra glasses or whatever the hell they're called, and he like puts those on and does like a pose, and then he transforms into into Ultra Seven.
0: Pause, uh, Max's umbrella on the green and transforms.
1: I mean that that's probably a little bit easier, but yeah, in some ways it it does end up proving to be a bit of a hindrance because there's there's been a few times through the series so far as I've watched it that uh, he he gets the glasses stolen from him and then it's a it's a struggle to like get them back so he can actually like you know fight at full power. What if somebody uh, it, else
0: puts the glasses on?
1: I don't think it does anything. I think it only works for him. But if he like were to lose them, I think he'd be like stuck as a human, or he might just die. I don't quite know. So in other words, they're not worthy, except him. Well, okay. (laughs) I see what we're trying to do. Well, all right. No, but this is... (laughs) I don't know. In some ways, I guess, but I feel like once you start to, like when you really start to consider Ultraman's abilities, I feel like the, the, the comparison starts to wear a bit thin, but... Oh, yeah. Although, actually, <laughs> a, a fun fact I can throw at you right now, though, is there's actually a comic line running right now uh, that Marvel's actually producing for Ultraman. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think it actually has some crossover with other Marvel characters, because I know one of the promo images I saw in the trailer for it, I haven't read any of the, the releases from it yet, but... Uh, it actually had like it, it was showing like a few like uh like big splash image like previews from some of the stuff and uh, one of them it seemed to have like Ultraman and Spiderman like together which was kind of dope actually oh, that's cool it was like I... Ultraman all big with like man on his shoulder it was it was pretty tight so
0: it looks like this is a five issue uh, limited series.
1: Yes, I was reading some stuff about it though, uh, or I think it was like a review of one of the issues. It sounds pretty tight, actually. It actually, uh, it has uh, Ultra Seven in it as well, actually. Although I think it focuses more on, um, okay, yeah, well, the the original Ultraman because there's there's all kinds of different Ultraman, Ultramen, I guess. Ultraman. Yeah, uh, but th- this one focuses specifically on the the human character Shin Hayata and the, like, the original Ultraman from like the, the OG Ultraman series. That Because uh, basically the Ultra series, uh, for those of you listening who don't know, I've talked about it before, I'll be really quick. Basically there was a show called Ultra Q that uh, this guy AJ Mariah put out and that was like the first show in the series it has nothing to do with ultraman it was basically just like a, a science fiction mystery show but you then had ultraman which was the second one and that was like the the og ultraman the original one it was pretty cool goofy uh, not quite as like mature as ultra 7 in some ways but after that then you had ultra 7 was basically the follow up um but this basically that comic has the og ultraman with human counterpart shin hayata as well as ultra seven and his human name dan moriboshi dan moriboshi dan moriboshi and dan moriboshi is a fucking legend he's just such a good <laughs> dude he's like he's like super uh like i would almost you can almost compare him i guess in some ways maybe like steve rogers in a sense in that he's so like he's he's always trying to do the right thing, and he's, like, a super, super nice guy and very friendly. He just wants to, like... Like, he, his whole goal is to preserve peace on Earth, basically, like, secretly is Ultra 7. He He's such a nice guy, but he's, like, nice to a fault. Like, he's overly trusting and, like, constantly gets tricked by aliens because he, like... <laughs> they'll just turn themselves into humans and disguise themselves, and then they'll, like, wait by the side of the road for, like... Oh no, my engine broke down and then he'll stop to help them because like even though he's part of this like big elite like Earth Defense Force unit, he's like still just driving by and he's like, I gotta help cause they need help. And it's it's believable to his character, but <laughs> I mean it's it's hard not to chuckle a bit when it's like, oh Dan, here we go again. And then <laughs> you see the lady. Night. Yeah, you see the oh, the lady wind up with the big fucking wrench and just clock him in the back of the head, steals glasses, and then he gets up and he's like, oh, damn it. I sh- I'm so careless for letting this happen. It's like, yeah, you I are, did. Dan, because this happened like literally last episode to you. <laughs> oh, God. But damn. it's... He's he's a good character though. It's fun too because he they play off the fact that he's an alien a lot. Like some, a lot of the times, a lot of the other alien like enemies. Because in that series, it's all aliens. That's all they're like up against the whole time. And they'll like some of the time they'll be like, "Oh, well, you're another alien. I don't want to have to fight you. I'm only here to like beef with the Earthlings, basically, right?" So it's they'll play into it in interesting ways like that. But he's also like a lot quicker he tends to see when, like, suspicious shit's going on that's going over the heads of a lot of his other, like, teammates on the, the Ultra Guard, the, that sort of big, like, Earth Defense Force unit I was talking about. Because there's a lot of points where, like, weird shit will start happening that's very clearly, like, alien mischief bullshit, and they'll just be like, oh, okay, this this just is what it is, but he'll be like, hmm, no, something's up here, and then he'll go and, like, investigate and figure it out, and usually ends with they a big have... monster, and they fight, and yeah. it's
0: They're all wearing, like, motorcycle Outfits when they're not Ultraman.
1: Well, I don't know. I wouldn't quite call them that. Like they, they just look more like space age kind of uh, suits. I, I wouldn't quite describe it like biker style. And if I think of like biker style stuff, I think more like common rider type deal. But
0: okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm looking. It looks like the sports bikes. Like they've got a full body jumpsuit with like leather gloves and boots, and then they've got. It looks like a motorcycle oh, yeah. helmet with the visor up on. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, I guess, kind of true. I'm looking up a picture of it again. I wouldn't necessarily, th- I always just look at it more as like a space thing, uh, okay. is kind of the idea. At least that's how I saw it. But I guess I can see. Looking at it now, there is a bit more leather than I <laughs> called <them laughs> it initially. So I'll I'll give you that. Good yeah. stories start with there is more leather. Have you seen what Ultra 7 himself looks like?
0: Yes, he has a little bit more of like a rat tail mohawk than open.
1: Well, okay, so that uh, I had a big revelation actually when I saw uh, like what his like one of his main abilities is because that big like blade mohawk thing that he has on his head that's actually like a boomerang blade that he'll like. He'll just like grab the top of it and like fling it at enemies, and it'll like spin around, cut some part of them off. Like it's usually gra- like graphic and like it's goofy effects because of the yeah. time period. But he'll like chop an enemy's head off, and like blood will go spewing out and stuff Whoa. like that. Yeah, well, I'm
0: looking. At it's usually of him like him green about blood. The chop the freaking Titanic in it. All right, <laughs> um, let's see if I can get that shared into to you. So you can well, that. That boomerang oh,
2: ability you're th- th- uh, talking about just now is making me think of Yonda from Guardians of the Galaxy, where he can control that like arrow or whatever it is
0: with his. It head. looks like that thing too, just silver instead of red.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. It doesn't. It, if you look at it from the side, though, it's like a like a gladiator helmet type thing.
0: Yeah. That's well, Yondu's in number two. Kind of did that a bit.
1: Oh, I guess. Oh, sorry. I thought you. Fuck me. I was thinking you're talking about like the arrow thing he has, not the, the mohawk piece that he's wearing. No, you're right. It it is definitely kind of similar to that. That but, second one you posted, I don't think is actually Ultra Seven. I think that's like a unless it's like an updated version of his suit. I think that'd be something else.
2: Because the head
1: style's different. But...
2: Uh let's see. Well it's saying Ultra Seven, but like I'm on the wiki. I'm not sure how Ultra mm. 7X whatever that is so different version I'm oh, guessing. maybe
1: Yeah. Uh, sorry i
0: he looks a little meaner like little the bit. eyes are a little more aggressive and things are a little more angular on the head and it looks like yeah. the vents are a little more detailed or something like i can't i can't tell what but it's just more something wait I, are there uh... holes in the middle for him to look out of
1: Oh yeah, those are the people's. That's like a, a staple of basically every Ultraman, for the most part. There's always oh, like they, little they, eye holes somewhere,
0: and they they didn't fix it. They just they no. don't. They just don't fix it. Oh my no, god, they, this one. This one is like... whole. Okay, hold on, hold on. This one's really bad.
1: Okay, <laughs> we're just
0: like they look like pupils.
1: Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> Well, the that's the thing because it depends on which version of it you're looking. At. Cause, like this is like the the OG from the the original like first Ultraman series, and like they have them positioned differently for some reason. With Ultra Seven, they have it always like centered, but his are like more kind of in the corners and it's even a little bit more obscured. Them? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing because it's it's like a weird thing with uh, like the fandom and stuff. I don't quite get it. Because I always figured it was just like something you had to deal with because of the limitations of the style. But the thing is, like the Tokusatsu style, like there's a lot of a lot of people have like deep respect for it, Uh, particularly like uh, like creators around Japan and stuff like that uh, working in and around it too. Um, It's it's kind of one of those things where like to remove those elements, like you're kind of. Uh, I don't know. In some way, like it's kind of like you're not being true to the form, I guess, in a way. But I I don't know necessarily how true that is. That's just a sense I feel like I've kind of gotten from some of it. Like Shin Godzilla, a big thing like Ano talked about with the direction of it was like, or, or I think he did, or someone around it did, anyways. Was um like they went really like even though like Godzilla in that movie is all CG, they went really hard with like oh let's try and make it look like a dude in a suit. Even though they don't necessarily have to, they try to because that's part of the style, right? But
2: okay, yeah, I get you.
1: At the same time, you know, like part of the announcement with uh, Shin Ultraman that you had mentioned earlier, JC uh they talked about the fact that in that movie uh it was basically newsworthy that Ultraman and that isn't going to have like the eye holes in the suit or there's like another like seam kind of quote unquote fin they generally refer to it as it's basically just like a seam cover for like the zipper that the suit like has to have to for the actor to get into it uh each day that they shoot they basically in this because it's all going to be cg they got rid of those because they're the. but the reason that they're doing that though is to basically pay homage to the original like artist who did all the concept work for the original ultraman told narita yeah. and like really are honor his artwork and concepts for that because they kind of made some slight changes to it uh some slight some a bit less slight uh, so, like, you know, the whole thing of him not having those facial features, which in some ways for a lot of people are very iconic to the character, it became kind of, like, newsworthy even just, just when those designs were released. But the the attention to accuracy to, like, the traditional style is still very much there, though, because, like, the, even though it's all CG, the body of the character, like, for that Ultraman and that his whole body has basically been modeled after the original suit actor from the 1960s series. So it still feels very much when he's on screen that oh yeah this is like the OG Ultraman like back on the scene in a way right but almost like more true to the original vision of like the artist behind him and stuff like that too which is kind of neat.
0: Okay, real than the real thing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking though because I did spend one episode (laughs) talking a lot about Tokusatsu shit and I'm spending a lot of time today talking about it already uh and i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to take up all of it uh
0: you know who he really reminds me of though and it's like a more modern character that i've really loved uh have you ever heard of the guyver
1: oh i have heard of guyver actually i would uh there was a live action movie for that i think
0: that's how i know about it because mark hamill was in that movie and they they, they they're shitting me really no, I I I, I should you not? They put they put his name a lot of the time, like right at the top. Uh, but he he's he plays like a cop, and he's not even one of the main characters. Of course yeah. I had a
1: feeling it was either something like that, or he was only in it for like a few minutes. <laughs> That's
0: yeah, fair. but just just suit design wise, um, the uh, 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 the guy is definitely a lot edgier and more modern. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. And I mean, like this is from the '80s, but still. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I oh, just yeah. threw a picture, and that's that's kind of that's that's the idea. Uh, and it's a bio weapon. But you were talking about the the alien and the host and that thing, right? Like that's what that's what this dude is. It's there's this like alien thing. It's like this little piece of tech that this kid finds, and it like attaches itself to him like a parasite, and turns him into this thing. And he's kind of like a gory power Ranger. it's amazing, I love it,
1: yeah, um, that was actually a manga series in Japan originally, but yeah, yes, i was. think I think these are both like uh well no i I don't think they're entirely u s made looking at Wikipedia right now, actually, I think there was some involvement from uh a Japanese studio at least it looks like it first guess one yes america in... 1991 American superhero film made in conjunction with Shochiku film There we go
0: so there is a second one as well and guess who plays the guy in the second one uh Hugh Roger No it's, it's David Hater
1: Are you fucking serious that's wild
0: uh, yeah like live action too he actually appears in wow that would yeah. actually
1: that sounds really tight actually
0: <laughs> it's not as good as it sounds it's much sillier than it sounds <laughs> i believe that well so i was
1: just imagining that like oh like cuz yeah i I've, I've heard about the first guyver movie and a bit about it and it sounded like it was actually kind of neat it seems like it's a definitely kind of cult it play it definitely sounds like it plays a lot into like the the good tropes of the and the good styles and in atmosphere and uh aesthetic I guess is where I'm trying to get to for for like tokusatsu stuff that I just it, i love it, but it, yeah it, like the idea it, of having that paired with like the the voice of Solid Snake is pretty great
0: yeah well okay, so to the first one, I gotta say this specifically the first one feels a lot like the first ninja Turtles movie did. With that, oh, sort that's kind of tiny. gritty It's kind of greedy okay. and dark.
2: Yeah, I get you. Yeah, but, look at the
0: images. But it's also super duper silly. It has like rap, uh, friggin' like um s- sequences where it's like some really cheesy early '90s like rapper guy. A lot of cringe. It's a super cringy movie, but I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair. I can. You know
0: what? That's not yeah, we're all allowed to have like a guilty pleasure like that. <laughs> In the second movie, definitely feels like it came out after the Power Rangers was a thing. Okay. That's it, fair. It it has like super duper heavy influence like that direction. It, fe- it feels like a, a a gory rated R Power Rangers episode.
1: Huh. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Not a bad thing. Very corny, I mean... though.
1: I mean, them being further influenced by, like, actual tokusatsu media isn't necessarily, like, that, that would be a direction I feel like I would almost kind of want it to go, though. This is not Maybe not necessarily in the Super Sentai direction, I guess, but, yeah.
0: The American version, though.
1: Well, and that's fair, I guess, because... Everything
0: takes place either in a desert or, like, a barely wooded area. <laughs> like, nothing takes yeah. place anywhere that costs money to do it. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: That's fair. <laughs> Man, it's got spaceships. Damn. I mean, spaceships are pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah, <laughs> back in the
2: day, that was, I guess, a selling feature.
0: <laughs> spaceships as a selling feature, hell yes.
1: Back in the old days. <laughs> back. Wait in a minute show. they had they had those in Star Wars, and that was in the seventies. We talked about that already. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Part, pardon me, Black Gordon,
0: <laughs> and that was well before the seventies.
1: Okay, wait, hold the fuck on, JC. What? You... <laughs> <laughs> what is this shit you just dropped
0: in the group chat?
1: You it, was, just fucking... it was
0: something I stumbled upon while I was like skimming through just images. Of and why do ultimate. you think?
1: Why do you think I want to see? oh i don't mm, i want to say that's ultraman jack on a crucifix pardon me um why am i looking at a crucified ultraman he just kind of stumbled
2: upon it actually
1: one thing i'm gonna throw at you because i i know you actually know ultraman stuff there uh jc rendition you know (laughs) oh god is that like from an episode it wouldn't you know i don't know
0: I don't know, but it's an actual different, like separate pose. It's it's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different
1: sort of one-off thing. It's a different Ultraman. That's not even the same Ultraman oh, on yeah. that cross. Different costume. I think that's actually Ultraman Jack. I don't know who the first fucker is then.
0: Nothing about nothing. Why?
2: Yeah, it must be Why? like a. It must be in like an episode or something because this is too frequent to be like just random. Randomly made. It
1: must be, but it's weird. So, okay, JC, you know... Oh my god, why? Who keeps doing this? (laughs) Oh my lord. It's just like a... an array of fucking tormented heroes. That was ridiculous. I'm sure there's some nerd who's like, wow, you don't know about that? (laughs) I didn't go
0: out looking for this today. This just found me, and...
1: Why are there so many? It, it must be a th- like be said. It must be a thing from the show because totally fuck. This there's is something. a lot of them. Look, like, there's there's my boy Ultra Seven just fucking yep.
0: dead. I, I I am kind of impressed with with the the fold in the pants making the huge artificial boner.
1: Yeah, that's
0: fair. Like somebody took the time to sculpt that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But for this, oh my lord. Okay, we need to we need to move on.
0: Okay, moving on.
1: No, we need to move on. (laughs) We've seen enough pictures of crucified ultras, Jesus.
0: No more massacre. Moving on. (laughs) You said moving on as you posted another one. (laughs) Yes, yes. No more. No more. We're done. We're done. All done. All done. Oh my fucking bees, don't you start
1: too? Oh my fucking god.
0: I'm not even sure what the like Okay, we need to stop for this.
1: We we are an audio medium and you have invested way too much now into <laughs> visual, visual content.
0: This one this one this one is just for I I think this helps because this looks like it's from the TV show.
2: Oh yeah, that actually looks
0: like Yes, yeah. I am I am actually stumbling upon my way into clips from the TV show by following this rabbit hole. So So what we're we're seeing now is somebody like a cross between Alpha from um, uh, Power Rangers and an an Ultraman uh, who is getting blasted in the face uh, by high projectile rice from (laughs) a mirror that is held by Skeletor Goldar's love child. And above them is uh, there are two Jesus Ultramans, one of them's asleep and the other one is watching intently.
1: So well what he's well what the dude's doing, like the big enemy guy, that guy is doing like the, the spacium beam that Ultraman does. Okay. What at that's hand what it looks it's like coming out of a device
0: that appears.
1: No, I, I think he's got his one arm up, like you know, he does the big like cross arm thing, thing, and then it blade. shoots out of his arm, the big beam. Mm-hmm. It was like a big thing in like all the Ultraman series.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then he's fighting somebody else, and I don't think it's going quite as well for him. The the this the yeah, see... Skeletor guy now is getting hit in the chest. By the rainbow rice coming out of a Ultraman, one of the Ultraman. I can't. I don't know this one. This guy's got like a major mohawk, but with no rat tail.
1: Yeah, I have no idea who that is. This is some shit. Basically, yeah. Okay.
0: I actually okay. I'm, this this one I know nobody can see it, but this one's just a, a nice looking
1: picture. No, nobody has been able to see any
0: of these. No, I, I know, I know. I try. That's why I said
1: talk like. He's, he's charging up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know cool what looking. this is. This is some shit, though.
0: This looks like I am now curious. I want to see this. Yeah,
2: I'm interested <laughs> if it's, like, fan-made or, like, if it's a... No, it must, it
1: must be a movie or, like, a special or something. They have, like, so many, like, iconic ultras there. It's It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, here, okay, so I can't read this because it's in, I'm assuming, Japanese... Uh, but this looks like a magazine clipping advertising, it, so... okay. That yeah. must have been some sort of event, I'm guessing. No, like a definitely.
1: No, 100%. Cause, I mean, they have, like, the original Ultraman, Ultraman Jack, and Ultra 7 on the cover, and those were, like, the first, second, and third Ultras that existed. It's... yeah. This is a... Uh, yeah. Shit. Okay, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we all move on from that. <laughs> Spider-Man.
0: Spider-Man. Alright. That's Japanese not even Ultraman man at this point. No, it's, Japanese. It's Japanese Spider-Man. That's and fair. he's doing a very cool, very I
1: mean, cool Jeez. Spider-Man. That's, that's just Jeez. making me... Hmm? Come in with one of your clutch redirections. What's been new with you, my man?
2: Well, I guess, like... Uh, In terms of, like, new stuff, uh, I've been really into, like, watching, like, Nuzlocke runs on uh, YouTube for some reason lately. Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon, like, Nuzlocke runs. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Nuzlocke runs is, uh, basically, uh, you can only catch the first Pokemon of each route you visit. Uh, If a Pokemon faints, it dies. Like, you have to either release or permanently box them. And uh, you have to nickname your Pokemon to get more attached to them. And for some reason, yeah, I've just been interested in watching those on YouTube. It's actually made me uh download like uh Nintendo DS emulator uh and get actually some of the older games. Which
0: gen are they doing the locks on? Sorry? Which gen are they doing the locks on? Which ones are you watching? Uh
2: a lot of a lot of them have been uh like Johto, Hoenn, and Sinnoh, so two, three well one, two, three, and four. It's Kanto as well, yeah.
0: Okay, are they doing like the uh, the, the leaf green fire red or are they doing the originals?
2: Uh, leaf, leaf
0: green fire red. Okay, cool. I yep. haven't played very much of the game. Well, I played a little bit of uh, which one? This has been? oh, I don't even remember now. Scyther, oh, yeah,
2: he's from one, not Scyther his evolve form silver
0: no i'm my brain is doing this thing where it's trying to uh, do like free word associate until i get to the right thing but it's not working well so um <laughs> Trico. Fucking oh, okay Trico. yeah yeah that one
2: okay yeah those are the Hoenn games uh ruby sapphire and emerald right
0: uh i see
2: i did I played yeah a
0: little bit of emerald that's the one i played
2: yeah, I played the shit out of Sapphire back in the day, and uh, but lately I haven't played a Hoenn game in forever, so that's actually the first one that I attempted to do was a Hoenn Nuzlocke. Uh, didn't really go the greatest. I made it to gym f- number four, which is like the fire gym, Flannery's gym, and even though I ha- I chose the water starter, she just one-shot crit my guy,
0: Great. and it was Ogre. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of grinding.
2: It is a lot of grinding,
0: things.
2: especially yeah. if you do the Nuzlocke too. Because yeah, it just makes it harder.
0: Yep.
2: But the nice thing uh, about this emulator that I found uh, is if you hit uh, the space button, it like speeds up the in-game time. I'm not sure like by the exact number, but it speeds up like the in-game like play time by like something ridiculous, like three or four hundred percent. It Speeds up the
0: clock so that everything moves quicker, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So like. I if I need to, like, l- grind to level up my guys, I can just hold space and everything's moving, like I said, like, 300% faster.
0: Yeah, I can so, hurry up the text.
2: Yeah, the text, yeah, the fighting too, like... Walking. It, yeah, just makes it a lot <laughs> nicer to play.
1: Emulators can be really cool like that, for sure.
2: Yeah.
1: like mm. can make in revisiting older games, uh... A little bit more pleasant little, sometimes. Yeah, a little yeah. less of a chore.
0: What I'd like for an emulator, I would like a whole Game Boy Advance like release that plays like on a television. Okay, there's there's so many Game Boy Advance games that were like really good, and I remember playing them on the Game Boy Advance board like had no backlit screen or anything, and yeah. it was just not a great situation comparatively, and I'm, like, curious to go back and see those games, like, on the proper screen.
1: I'm sure you could, with, like, a... oh, excuse me. Holy shit. With, like, a Raspberry Pi or, like, a homebrew uh, setup on, like, a Switch or something, maybe. Oh, probably.
0: That's getting pretty adventurous. Well, Well, a
1: Raspberry Pi setup wouldn't be... That crazy, I don't think I've been thinking about getting one.
2: I mean, the one I have, it's just yeah, a simple like Game Boy Advance uh, emulator, and uh, like, and you could put it on your TV, but like, it's it's on my computer, so you have to get like an HDMI cord, put connect it from your tower to your TV, not your monitor,
0: oh, and like
2: play it that way. But, yeah, I think I, I know. I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, if if them little pies you get it and put it in like a tiny little box, and it works just like those mini consoles. That's essentially what like the NES Mini and the SNES Mini and the Gemus Mini all them fuckers are, right? <laughs> basically yeah. the same idea as what a Raspberry Pi is.
1: Yeah. But I mean at least with the setup on the Pi, you could basically run like whatever emulators you want.
0: At least exactly. And have bigger hard drive space. <laughs> yes.
1: No, it's definitely a little bit more of an upfront investment, though. You can customize it as much as you need to, so you at least have that benefit, right?
0: With 3D printing, man, people make some pretty cool cases to put 3D print- Yeah, 3D printing
2: is really starting to get crazy. Like, it was really insane when it first came out, but holy shit, the shit people are, can make now? Oh my word. Oh Did yeah, you
0: see the first great. 3D printed bridge was just opened?
1: Really? Oh, interesting.
2: I never thought, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I never thought that 3D printing could like make a structure like like that for like cars and shit to drive over and heavy ass oh, trains. This
0: is for foot foot traffic. Oh. Okay. okay. But that, still yeah. That, that's still pretty impressive. That is cool. In well, Amsterdam. And, uh, again, nobody else will be able to yeah. see this. Oh, uh, if if you guys want to see what we're looking at then just search 3D printed bridge Amsterdam. And there you go. That's oh, yeah, a picture be- of it.
2: That is a pretty cool design. Yep.
0: Yeah, and it was oh, like
2: yeah.
0: put in as a single piece. There's there's an image of it before huh. it uh, left.
1: Huh.
0: Okay. Interesting. That's pretty wild, guys. Like yeah. we're at that point. Ooh.
2: We live in a society. That's we sure. live in a
0: society. <laughs> oh boy.
1: Do Talk we ever in, Jesus?
2: It is a pretty crazy time to be alive right now. Just like seeing all the new shit coming out, all the events yeah. that's been happening.
0: When you live like, in the future,
1: I just wish there wasn't. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't such a dystopian
0: one. Sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I do remember about ten years ago, just having this moment where I was like laughing my ass off. Maybe it was only five years ago, but I'm like, yeah, man. I, I gotta go plug in my book and my cigarette. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yep. You're not wrong. Yeah, oh uh-huh. yeah, you're,
2: that's a very valid statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, hold on, guys. I'm just gonna text my uh, girlfriend from my refrigerator.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's all necessarily the worst thing, but
0: anybody wanna go outside and have some uh raspberry bubblegum flavored nicotine vape? <laughs> like say that in the fifties. Yeah, let's you're get either, all... you're either a communist or an alien. You're fucking dead if you say that. <laughs>
1: well, I mean
2: I mean the jewel craze kinda of passes, but yeah, like let's get fucking fourteen, fifteen year olds addicted to nicotine by making it mango flavored.
0: You know what? Uh, yeah, they're they're finding that young people, like the younger younger generation, uh, are, are having a swing to like traditional t- t- tobacco as like a uh, stand against vaping. Wait, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> vaping is too fuck?
1: immoral. We're gonna smoke regular cigarettes. Yeah, the the, the traditional <laughs> way.
2: Man, that's probably just like some sick oh, plan by the cigarette fuck. companies.
0: Well, yeah, they own both products, they're just playing them back and forth. <laughs> well, wow, so by that
1: logic, then we could say that vaping is like the new coke of smoking, huh? <laughs> okay, so have you ever
0: read 1984, um, the proles are the like this, the, the super poor people that nobody pays attention to, they're just like free to do whatever they want. It's a very free life, but you live in like dirt and poverty. Uh, and then there's like the party members who are the privileged ones. And then there's the middle class that, uh, you know, they they always stay the same. But revolution happens every now and then where the proletariats overthrow the party members and they take over the government and run things. Uh, and, you know, revolution just replaces one for the other until it's time to revolt again.
2: No, I don't think I've ever heard of this before.
0: Where I was mean, it, I've I heard
1: going? I've heard of the...
0: Yeah. I did my whole speech there. Now I'm looking at this fucking oh, tobacco. We were talking about tobacco. Yes, tobacco. <laughs> so it's the same oh, kind of okay, thing. Rather yeah, like, I think
1: I see where you're drawing.
0: You get you get the one that, going. Yeah. You get the one going until the younger generation is demonizing it, so that you can sell them on the other. And oh, you just keep okay, flipping yeah. it back and forth, hot potato, right? And you exactly. just keep the game going.
2: The money God. goes into the same bank account, regardless. Capitalism, uh, motherfucker.
1: Man, lighthearted episode this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Crucified Ultraman and the fucking horrors of goddamn capitalism.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, those two go hand in hand, really. Oh
1: yeah. I <sighs> I want like I want to I want to argue that that's wrong, but
0: you know it's right. <laughs> or true you know it's true i'm not gonna say it's right because it's it's fucking so wrong but it's true like look look i i'm gonna say it right now jesus is big business okay and look at the imagery they're using um, oh yeah this, well no
1: i ag super raya like I, what i was i was trying to bring up a point earlier because when he does the the spacium beam right like you know what i'm talking about that cross arm thing and he shoots the beam out of the forearm like it's a thing yeah. in like all the shows call me home huh? yeah. that the whole purpose of that it, it's literally supposed to be a christian cross apparently super raya was like actually pretty christian and like he yeah. was trying to inject oh, okay. shit like that in there a little bit from what i've seen of it it doesn't come through a whole ton i think some of the later shows i don't think he had the same involvement. I think it's just like, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he would passed away because he, he was quite old, or at least he would be today. But um, yeah, he basically uh, yeah, that was just like a thing because like, I know there was like a recent episode of Ultra 7 I watched that like pretty prominently had like a shot of like someone coming out of a church and stuff like that and I don't know, there's, there, there's just some other things like that. There's like a the few hints but it's not like I don't know it doesn't feel like it has super Christian overtones or anything. Like it doesn't feel. It just feels like it borrows imagery at points, and there's there's like a very slight like inkling of it there. They
0: but the later
1: like, series, it's very yeah, slight from
0: that. inkling. And I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five crosses with four men crucified. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, sure, but
1: me. like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like I'm talking about the the. The plot and the themes of the show and stuff like that. Like you can maybe argue some of its Christian ideals, but I find for the most part, it's it's really doesn't come across that way. It just feels like, especially Ultra Seven, just science adventure hour. Beat up big space These monster. Rules.
0: Boo boo boo.
1: Pretty tight though.
0: I I, I want to see that episode movie whatever the fuck that is. That looks. <laughs> yeah. We'll
1: find it. I'll Oh, you know after this episode like we done we finished recording here today. I'm fucking hunting that down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice.
1: I I would also like to see it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess. You oh man.
0: <laughs>
1: you've you've thrown me for a moment though, because I almost forgot that we need to go to the shout-out corner. Oh corner. Give some give some recommendations for this week. Um you know what? I think I'm just going to go the route of pulling this this card out. I'll, I'll lead us off for this week. There's a game uh Stew and I have been uh, playing recently called Synthetic. Uh mm-hmm. it released originally as Synthetic uh spelled S Y N T H E R E synthetic. Fuck me. <laughs> spelled S Y N T H E. T. I K. Uh it's basically uh this game Legion Rising. Yeah, well it got re-released as Legion Rising with an update, and I think the newest version is technically like Ultimate, but I think on Steam it's still listed as Legion Rising. I I don't know. Anyways, basically the whole idea though, you're this Android in this future where like a bunch of machines have like risen up to like start to overthrow humanity and there's basically this like entity known as Armageddon that's in this big tower that they're all in, and you're trying to like fight on behalf of the humans to like get in and save them. Uh But the whole idea is you're basically just going floor by floor. It's like a, it's it's a rogue like it's a, sort of like a dungeon crawly type thing. Oh, like, okay, you're... so
0: it's 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 not turn based. It's an. At- Mm, okay, oh yeah, I'm more yeah. Interested. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's super it, it can get pretty fast paced there's a lot of depth to it it's all like like run and gun kind of like top well sort of like isometric top down a little bit um it's really cool though it's all the levels have this very slick clean feel but then as you're fighting your way through it uh like it you're becomes more damage yeah and it's the ai is quite interesting there's you, there's ways you can actually like sneak around enemies there's a lot of different classes you can play as and there's like eight different ones and they all this, play like this art style reminds me a lot of like uh
0: 1998 2d uh pc games
1: it um, it has okay. a really nice yeah. feel synthetic 2 is coming soon um, it's gonna be a, looking a little bit more modern. I think the well, the first synthetic came out in 2018. Yes, uh, 2018, and but... this definitely
0: has like a PlayStation One era or like Pentium One like generation vibe going on. I, I'm digging this. This is pretty cool looking, dude.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite good. I would definitely recommend it. The second game is going to be changing up the visuals a bit. It's going to look a little bit more modern, I'd say. But at the same time, as long as they maintain the core gameplay, I think that's fine. Because it, it is really, like, some really tight, like, action shooting. There's all kinds of different weapons. It's not all, like, random guns, but they're, like... Uh, each gun is, like, a specific thing, although I think they can drop with, like, specific, like of variants of them, like it's some like extra like modifier that'll like change how it works a little so bit. You just tell me it looks but, like
0: this is gonna be either a twin stick shooter with a controller or that you have like your your uh WASD for uh for movement and then mouse for
1: aiming. Oh is yeah, yeah. What I'm seeing I'm I'm always WASD and mouse. You you could do controller. I know the game has imported on like a bunch of different consoles so I know it yeah, has control. Because this so much, looks but... like it's
0: made for twin stick
1: you you definitely could i i like mouse just because i and i do wonder how it would play without it because i do know there is an aspect where at certain points, I know the distance I have, the, like, reticle that I'm aiming with away from me, it'll kind of change quite how my shot is being angled a little bit. Like, if it's closer, I'm kind of aiming okay. a Okay. I'm yeah. seeing this
0: now as he's moving the crosshair and You're getting these E's and R's and things are sort of
1: yeah, and you'll Changing. also notice the reticle will grow and shrink as well because you're okay. aiming further or closer, yeah, so it's okay. increasing the spread on your
0: gun. Yeah, so it's it's sort of incorporating some early uh fallout mechanics into this uh roguelike type uh shooter.
1: To a certain extent, yeah. It's it's a lot faster paced than that, I would say. Although it's not like super duper fast paced, kinda depends on how you play it a little bit, but it can get pretty like twitch fast depending on which class you're playing as and, and such, but yeah, you can do multiplayer as well. You can play with up to like you and like one other person can go like co op as well, which is pretty tight.
0: We this this definitely looks like something I would try. Thank you for the recommendation, sir. Ooh. absolutely.
1: What will you Bees? Um,
2: man, that's honestly a good question. Um, I guess if I had to recommend anything, uh, I was going to talk about it. I, uh, I wasn't going to talk about it. Uh, if we were still going to talk about like, uh, older shows we were watching, Um uh, cause Hang obviously, uh, cause totally. yeah, well,
1: like Columbo, as,
2: no, uh, I think I may have, <laughs> I think <laughs> I may have,
1: been, oh, no worries.
2: I think I may have, uh, mentioned it before in the podcast, but, uh, Another show that I uh, quite enjoy watching, that's uh, a bit older, especially now. Uh, it's called Mash.
0: Yes. Oh <laughs> MASH. yeah. <laughs> it's MASH one of, a, of the biggest television shows of all time. Whoa! What? Sorry. Mash, one of the biggest TV show uh, oh, uh, TV yeah. shows of all time.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, it was huge when it came out. Uh, well, even now, like it's still. Uh, like it's still a really good show, well, but uh, it's
0: it's it's boomer fucking gold, man. Like <laughs> it, that generation, holy shit! Oh, it really is.
2: But uh, I'm like a bit of a history buff, and I just kind of really found this really interesting, especially since it deals it with it, has uh, the original Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, it has the original Hawkeye, <laughs> but it also deals with like a, a topic that's not really talked about a whole lot, like the Korean War, for example, because that's what it is. It's a uh, it's a uh. uh hospital not like a hospital field medic base. yeah that's a field medic base uh set in the uh, yeah the Korean War back in the 50s and it's just basically yeah the surgeons like living life during the war like trying to patch up the wounded soldiers is all like the craziness and crazy shenanigans that <laughs> <sue. laughs> shenanigans like It is like uh, JC said, very boomer-friendly material. But like, if you know, like, so so yeah, the references are very dated because, like I said, it's based in the fifties. But if you can, like, honestly get past that, it's like a really good show. Like, the writing is amazing. The characters and just the character development is so like just very well written. It's a like a ten out of ten show.
0: I think a lot of people would agree with you. Um, I haven't watched this show since i was maybe eight or nine was the last time i saw this um but i definitely remember some of the older people in my older frick so some of the (laughs) grown-ups in my life (laughs) watching the show while i was growing up um and it was well done like it it was there's i I think there's a reason why it it has the staying power it does but i mean from, from from that history buff stance um do you uh, episodic television back then like things weren't quite so like uh tied story right so like how how did this show change over the years in a way that sort of represented what was going on in the world
2: over the years um well over the years like the cast like kind of changed uh like uh, their commanding officer, like, changed. Uh, yeah, just, like, the main character, Hawkeye, like, his roommates changed. Like, just, yeah, other characters would flip-flop in and out. Uh, and just kind of... I don't know, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain.
0: Did they at all, like, work into Vietnam? Because I feel like there's a little bit of overlap in the time frame, or, or am I off there? No. 11 I, years?
2: Uh, well, this. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, the show like product uh, was production for eleven years. It was always based in the Korean War, like from nineteen fifty okay. to nineteen
0: fifty three. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, All
2: right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. that's my apologies. Um, the show ran from nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty three. So yeah, eleven years, which is really insane for even like nowadays, uh, running a show for eleven years. But back in the seventies, that was like virtually no i shouldn't say unheard of but that, that's a rare thing to see
0: there yeah true
2: check it out
0: <laughs> bum, bum, bum.
2: what about you jc you got anything throw yeah, us? the thrower of that my man
0: oh shit okay no, i i was looking up some things so i wasn't like i'm gonna say go go just go watch loki if no. you haven't watched it yet, yeah, go watch it if, if you've <laughs> already seen it good i guess maybe watch it again I like to watch it once on my own at like six in the morning when I first get up and then I'll watch it again with my kids once they're awake later in the day. Uh, that way I actually know what's going on and I get to hear it. Oh, okay. The constant, daddy, what's going on? Daddy, who's that? Is that? Okay, well, I can answer those questions then. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, culturally relevant for moving into the whole phase four of Marvel and I don't know, some people are not Marvel fans and that's fine. I don't think you even need to be a Marvel fan. It's such a big thing at this point that just fucking watch it so you can talk about it. Goddamn.
2: <laughs> well, I know like a lot of like uh, a lot of hype from Marvel was really stemmed from when they were releasing like their final movies. Like, well, I shouldn't say final movies, but uh, like of that saga, like Infinity War and Endgame. Infinity that was like the saga. The, yeah, that's it. That saga. That was like the most hype of like om- anything that I personally
0: have like ever seen culmination of, I think they said at the time, 21 films. Damn. And we've got a bunch since then. Oh,
2: yeah. And some TV series. TV series, books, yeah,
0: new movies. Yeah. I I mean, okay, so Loki has Owen Wilson. And Owen Wilson and Loki playing off of each other is actually a lot of fun. Um, Even if it's done to, like, real serious, severe circumstances, it's still it's still a fun pairing. And, uh, I don't know, man. It just, it sets up some cool stuff. It's <laughs> And it's got a lot, it's got a lot of, like, fan service crap in it, which is, is in, I think it's fun, but whatever.
2: Well, like, another selling point is, one of my friends, uh, he said, like, he hates Loki as a character, but, like, he quite enjoys the show. Like, the show, he says, is really good, so that's <laughs> another, like, thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So did did you see Endgame? I did, yes. Uh, Okay, so when they go back to the Battle of New York and um, Tony's trying to steal the Tesseract, but the Hulk uh, knocks him out in in the hallway coming down the stairs and Loki grabs the Tesseract and escapes, that is the full extent to what you see happen in Endgame. Do you remember that part?
2: yeah so yeah, it's not yeah. it's yeah, yeah, it's not the two thousand like nineteen Loki that's in the show. It's the two thousand no nope. it's the
0: two thousand and twelve Loki. It's literally the second he grabs the tester act is when this show starts
2: oh okay. Huh,
0: and and you see wh- where he goes and when he immediately teleports and the events that transpire after that. So yeah, this one, everybody's used to this Loki who's gone through all the the character arc the three uh, Thor movies. and then. End game, right? Like, yeah, this is not that Loki at all. <laughs> oh, this is pure the evil Loki. Purpose bow down before me. Blah blah blah. That's that Loki. That Loki is, its the asshole Loki. Um, so he gets to have his own character development and story arc stuff uh, separate from the movies.
2: So yeah, that's cool. It kind of, yeah, shining new light on a character like that when they were <laughs> supposedly like written out because obvious
1: for obvious reasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm, that mm-hmm. is
1: kind of interesting, actually. I am intrigued by that idea. Getting yeah, to uh, give them more of a chance to like be a character rather than just kind of a, so, like a... It's not like they didn't do anything with Loki before, but they didn't do a whole lot with him in
0: the four yeah. movies. So uh, one of the things I like is y- y- uh, with each phase, it feels like they're sort of pulling back a new curtain and you're seeing like a larger scope of the like existence. Um like you start you start off with just Iron Man, right? And then the Avengers and Thor, they introduced aliens and stuff, and then Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. And then you get to Thanos the infinity stones controls all reality, right? Yeah. Like, everything. And now Loki is out even further, bigger scope than that. Uh, to the point where they've like broken the fourth wall without having to break the fourth wall. Okay. And it's very liberating in what you can do and how you can get information across. Uh, And I'm imagining from like a writer's perspective or filming that, that that would have either been a fucking nightmare or so much fun. Hmm. It's just, what, what do you want to do? that like put in the script what what do you want it to do what what do you want to happen Oh it's do, one do of want, those shows Like do do you want do you want dinosaurs? Okay, let's have dinosaurs. I'm not saying there's dinosaurs in this. I'm just saying any fucking thing can happen. So you li- okay, it's one of those
2: shows where you can give the audience like the power to see what they want essentially. No, 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 no.
0: No, no, no. no, no. I just mean the writer. Oh, those, like okay. people who wrote this show in the first place. It's like okay. Well, we we want to have you know like 50 different Lokis in a room having a, like a debate or something like that. Like you can do that. It's very Rick and Morty in that sense. Actually, it has people who worked on Rick and Morty, um, yeah, who I think helped write this one.
2: Hmm.
1: That's interesting. Be, that does give me a little more intrigue to check it out just because it does seem to be going at a bit of a different angle than some of the other Marvel shows have been in that, I mean, they they try to do some interesting things, but they do feel just kind of like, yeah, it's MCU in TV show form. More, not not necessarily like the the old Netflix stuff and how those shows kind of try to differentiate themselves, but more just like, in a lot of ways distilling like what you got in the movies into a show. And that's not necessarily the worst thing, but this does seem like it's going at a bit more of a creative angle than some of the other ones have. I mean
0: Division had involved initially, but Wanda I it, kind of was really, it was really hampered by the pandemic. They did not get to make the show that they originally were making. Um. Uh, uh, Freck and eggs, Spinner Cucumber Patch was going to be in it. But because pandemic, they couldn't get him to film. So they had to just like Achoo. very quickly switch yeah. some things around and rewrite some things at the last second just to make what footage they did have work.
1: I mean, so, that's that's fair. And I, yeah, that's I, fair. I think that's important context. But at the same time, I don't think that voids the criticisms of the end result, nonetheless.
0: Sure. Fair. Um, I, I think they did some very bold things uh, in the first like four episodes, especially. Oh, but th- yeah, there no, there are sure. there are some some definite like safe decisions that they made in those last couple episodes just to make oh, it very Marvel friendly. And I was, yeah. I feel that um, I did not really care for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, like it was fine. But I
1: haven't watched through it, but yeah, the at least not the whole thing. The show. first the first bit that I saw, there were some neat ideas, but it wasn't like grabbing me either necessarily.
0: Yep. No, it's it's Yeah. It, and that's the thing I like. So yeah. But, and that's fine. It's just I don't relate to that because that's you know, that's my neighbors, that's their bullshit. <laughs> you know? That's fine. Um, unless invested uh and uh falcon he's fine he was an underdeveloped character i'm glad he got his shot i don't find him all that interesting Uh, i still don't totally know his motivation um the new guy that they introduced john walker who is like asshole captain america that was fun but i don't like they started to go somewhere with it and i saw potential but then they just kind of didn't and they went to the safe, marvelized ending. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate because it seemed like it was
1: doing some neat stuff. But yeah, yeah.
0: Loki, i to say Loki felt good. Loki didn't have parts where I was like, "What the fuck!" Straight up, oh, it was sir. good. It was oh, good. We'll take Doctor Who, Rick and Morty, and like Thor Ragnarok, and like smush them all together.
1: Oh, that, that's that, that's, a bad mix. that's that's a good mix. Yeah.
0: But
1: I if you don't like that, it, then well, whatever. <laughs> Fucking deal. I think on that note, though, I think we're gonna wrap things up for this week.
2: Yeah, call her a week. Uh, thank you guys yeah. very much for joining us on this episode, and very big thank you to JC for guesting with us today.
0: Thank yeah. you for having me. I have had a lot of fun, y'all. That's oh, we good. always we have had fun a good with him time time. too. And and go pray right? to Everybody. our personal Lord and Savior Ultra Seven.
1: <laughs> the just all the ultras. Just the big old big ol' ups to all of M seventy
0: eight. Oh my um, goodness, I do want a crucified Master Chief now. I don't know why that popped into my head. Why that the day.
1: fuck Master Chief? Okay, anyways. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Also, big uh, shout-out to our uh, buddy Zoo, a.k.a. Blackbird Bell, for the use of our intro and outro music. You can find uh, his stuff on Spotify, SoundCloud, on Bandcamp. He's also got Twitter. You can also find us on Twitter, at uh, the underscore banter. And I also have a Twitter as well, at Bigby the Wizard.
2: He posts some pretty interesting
1: art on there. It's it, it is interesting. It is a word <laughs> you could use to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's not at least not right now, and maybe not for a long time. But by I also by the way, if I if also won't paint myself into a corner of saying never.
0: <laughs> yeah, if there are any like super rich patrons listening, um, and you are uh, really into all that furry shit, I mean, we'll degrade ourselves and we'll just some good <laughs> art for you for money.
1: We'll definitely fucking sell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Capitalism is the devil, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, Indie. Just right. used to. <laughs> this is the balcony banter.
2: Oh, uh, I've been Big B. Oh, fuck, I've been B's.
1: You've been fucking. Pardon me, <laughs> this is identity theft. I've Wait, been Big no. B. <laughs> I've been B.
2: I'm I'm Superfly. Yeah. See you all next, next, week. <laughs> yeah. see hey. y'all next week, folks. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Have a good
0: day. <laughs>